When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Hey there, believers. I got a great episode for you today. On this week's episode, I'm bringing on Joel. I've been working with Joel back and forth on emails off and on for, it seems like forever. And then there's a long break, but he got back a hold of me and he's ready to talk. So I don't know how the light looks on this. Um, Camera quality might be kind of bad, but it's evening and I try to light it up a different way. I don't know. Anyway, Joel's coming on. He's got, he said he's going to talk. We're going to run the gamut on on topics, on issues. So I look forward to this. This should be a big hitter. Um, It's been a long time coming. So I'll just shut up and let's bring on Joel. Okay. While we wait on Joel, let me just tell you guys. There is a lot of stuff to be consuming right now on YouTube. <laughs> um, dark, uh, the Dark Holler series. Episodes 1, 2, and 3 are ep- out right now. Um, it's filmmaker Ward Heine. Um, he has Josh and Richie from the Sword and Staff Order podcast on that documentary talking about... Um, what well, started off as a an accidental exorcism story, which is interesting in and of itself, but it became a five part series. Fantastic, must watch, kind of kind of docu series. Also, the trailer for Shadow Appalachia is out now. You got to watch that because that's well, I, I'm doing a lot of work with those guys. I'm in that. I had a little cameo in Dark Holler, but I'm in this one. And Dr. Michael Heiser just released a couple weeks ago, Unseen Realm and all that stuff. All right, here, here, here he is. Okay. Is the consent up already? Yeah, it, might have, it might have skipped it. It's recording now, though, from the looks of it. Okay. Oh, well, both. thank you for having me. I I'm glad to be here and finally get to unload, uh, like you were saying, a lot of stuff that I, it's, it vexes me that I don't have the chance or the opportunity to discuss and, you know, for, in great detail, because it's, people are always say, oh, you're so full of 
crap you know it's like <laughs> it's just so vexed because it's like you want to like just get it off of you like yeah, the, it, and hopefully somebody else would see it and i live here i mean in roswell where it's like the ufo capital of the world and it's uh, the people here are more blasé to it, and it's usually the out-of-towners that come in that are more into it. Right. That but it's, it's just something that I've been experiencing, not just, you know, recently, but it's been sporadic since the time I was a little kid. And uh, not just that, but also with seeing, like, ghosts and, 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 and apparitions and a Bigfoot and... and uh, dragon thing i don't know what the hell it was but i'll go into it yes you know by age I mean, you know absolutely so first off you know probably about the first time i had seen something that was really odd i had to have been about a year and a half maybe two years uh we were living in a in west texas uh, it, that's where i'm from i was born in, in texas and uh we lived in a small town called monhans and that night i remember my father was drunk and <laughs> he looked out the window he was like because he saw lights and my dad's like i don't know what's out there and i know he opened up the window and he looked outside and he starts screaming there's a cow in the yard <laughs> there's a cow in the yard and my mom's like shut up you're drunk you know go to bed you're drunk i remember i was crawling on the couch and i moved the curtain i saw a cow by the window <laughs> but behind it was this thing that had lights on it and the only way i can describe it you know okay it, it's so long ago is that it looked like like a cup like a inverted cup and yeah. it had a black like an opening like a like a door opening on it and that was it and i fell back and my brother runs up my older brother he opens the window he's like there's nothing there and i never looked again oh wow but it was just so weird that my dad said that and i hope it wasn't the power of suggestion you know being yeah. at such a young age because you can't validate that at, at that age but I, I, that's it stayed with me it stayed with me till now and i'm almost 50 can you believe that? <laughs> that's how powerful these things are. It's like they stay with you. Yeah, I would say that's not suggestion. You know what I mean? If if it stays yeah. this long, it's something that's, you know, for lack of better word, that, that's a traumatizing kind of thing, man. It's a yeah. It's just it's just odd. And then you start hearing later on in life about cows and aliens. And you're probably thinking maybe they came down. They were having engine trouble. They hey, the cow, let's let it out for a while. <laughs> in our yard <laughs> maybe it needs to eat a little bit before we take off <laughs> yeah these things are just outrageous you know it's just it's the crazy thinking of it but you know time goes on and doesn't i don't really think about it that much but we moved from monahans to uh to pecos texas it wasn't that far but my dad's uh, father, my grandfather lived in Midland, Texas. Then we would travel like every few weeks. We traveled down the interstate to go visit my grandparents and my, and my uncles, my cousins. And on one of those trips on the way back home, 
I had my head leaning back, looking out the back of the car. You know, these cars from the 70s and 80s, they had this long back where you could, you could actually sleep on the back by the windshield. <laughs> and I was one of those kids on these long, I was, sometimes I would crawl up there and just stare up into the sky, or I'd just hang my head back and look out the big window. And I remember it was the typical silver disc. Like I would see them up in the sky. I can't say how high they were, but they were just silver discs, you know, just perfect round discs. And they were like following the car. And I'm like, they didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, whatever. You know, it's like uh, innocent child's mind. I don't know. You just never think it's probably because part of life. I, I don't know. But time goes on again, and it's like, don't have a lot of things happening. Um, then from probably about when I was in third grade, we were moving from Pecos to Barstow. Because my grandfather, my mom's dad gave my uh, mom a, some land. And my parents were having a house built out there. And uh, so I was happy because I love the outdoors. I remember one night we got a call over at the house and they were saying that there was a bunch of knocking going on over at the house and it sounded like the windows were getting broken because it was like on a small ranch. It was like the house was that my parents were built was close to one of the main roads. Then you travel probably about 120 yards and it was my grandparents' house. Then I had uncles living around there, you know, all within walking distance. And one of them had called and said, you need to get down here. He was telling my dad because it sounds like there's somebody breaking, you know, the windows are smashing and there's loud talking. It sounds like they're undoing like wood, you know. So we all go down there and uh, we're driving up. My cousins, my older cousins, my uncles, my grandfather, they're all standing out there, you know, like they got their firearms excuse me and it's it looked like a wild west show like they're all standing yeah it's coming from over here well, <laughs> well i wasn't really afraid so you know, i was in third grade uh nine years old so i stayed out there with my dad even though my dad's like you know go go over to your grandparents house go with your mom i didn't want to because i was like so intrigued i wanted to see what was out there yeah, yeah. i could i could hear it like it sounded like somebody had a hammer and was banging on wood like and then it all sounded like they were breaking stuff inside the, the house, as you know, like the windows. And it actually sounded like they were making all kinds of, it was just noisy. So I'm like, oh, what is this? <laughs> like, I wanted to take off and go walk in there. <laughs> Everybody's standing like, you know, 20, 30 yards away. And uh, I never saw anything at that time, but I could just hear it. Some of my uncles and my cousins were saying, oh, look, there they go. They said there were people dressed in black robes. I never saw anything, but they would chase them, but they could never catch them. So finally, my dad's like, you know what? I'll just call the, the, the sheriff's department. Well, this deputy came out and uh, they were all standing again in like 20 yards and he was by his patrol car and nothing was going on at that time. And then about the time that he said he was going to, just write a port or, or leave it started up again like there's banging and banging and banging and the windows are breaking but nothing was touched nothing 
So <laughs> the deputy says, I see them. He jumps in his patrol car and he drives out and he, and he leaves, lights everything. <laughs> out, out in the sticks, I'm in the desert. <laughs> it was kind of, I don't know what the hell he was chasing. But we saw his car drive out onto the main road. And then it takes like these two tracks out into the sticks about a mile and a half away. I could see his lights and everything. And they just stayed there for a long time. And we could see the lights. It's like, what's going on? Maybe he's dead. <laughs> That's what everybody's thinking. Maybe he's dead. Maybe we should go check up on him. But my grandpa's like, no, just, you know, if he's in trouble, they'll probably they'll come out. They'll know. They'll know. They'll come out and send some help for him. You know, after like, I honestly don't remember, but we see a figure walking down the road and it starts getting closer and closer and closer. It turned out to be that deputy. <laughs> when he got back, my uncles drove him back to where his car, he, he got flats. And uh, so they helped him get the flats and change out spares, put tires that my grandfather had over at the at his garage right there on the ranch. And uh, when he came back, my dad said, he told us, because I was, I was still little, so I'm like trying to remember what he was saying, but I, it's, it was kind of noisy. But my, I asked my dad, said, what, did the, what did the deputy say? My dad said, he said that he started chasing them because then there was a group of them and they were all like dressed in black, like in robes. He said, and it seemed like every time I would get close to them, they would just outrun the car. Oh, wow. He goes, and they turned down this, this uh, two-track road, so I followed them on it. I was, and they started taking me farther and farther away until I got flats. And, you know, I don't know what he ran over. And he said, I don't know what they were. He goes, oh, I did see them. <laughs> and I think he I told my dad, you guys need a priest. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you don't need us. You need a priest. <laughs> but on that night, after everything had passed with the cop and he, you know, he probably took off. I don't know. He probably had a wild story to tell his coworkers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no doubt, man. You wow. know, he'd be, he'd be one of, he'd be me talking to somebody like you. This is what happened one time. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. But that night, after everybody was starting to settle down, we were like, just getting, don't not listen to this, these noises. My grandma, me and my mom were sleeping. There was a big picture window by the bed. You could look out towards our house was at. I, my grandma wakes us up and she's like, there they are. And I looked out, I didn't see anything. But out of nowhere, this ball of fire just, probably about, you know, twice as big as a basketball. And it was flaming, perfect round circle. And it's formed the outside. It looked like maybe 15 feet from the house, the side of the house. And it went towards the house, the side of the house, and it went into the house. What I remember, because I saw this, when it passed through the wall, and went into the house, it went like blue. Mm. And it looked like, like if I, it had X-ray vision because you could see as it was 
moving inside the house from room to room where it was casting its light you could see like through the wall and i was like that is just so weird i mean i don't know what it was my grandma's just everything to her is demons <laughs> That's what that's what grandma says. I'm like your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, it was like I, I, I don't know. It was it was really fascinating to see though, and uh, I, I honestly don't know what it was. And it went I, through the wall. It went through the wall like just like it, it wasn't even there. Right. It was a ball of fire, about this big. It had flames coming out of it. But it didn't burn anything. It didn't burn anything. But as soon as it went through the wall, it didn't have any flames. It was just a blue ball. Mm. Like as soon as it went right through. And it was casting that blue light. And it went in like through where one of the bedrooms would be was would have been. And you could see the entire bedroom. And then it went into another room. It was another red room. Then it went into the living room. You could see everything in the living room. And it went into the kitchen. Like it, like it had, like, I, I don't even know. That's how I say it. It's just so weird. Like, it's just the weirdest thing. Like, for you to be able to see through the walls of the house yeah, man. and see the ball moving inside of it, the house. It was just so weird. It's hard to explain. And it's so hard for the mind to even wrap around like how is it possible right it's it's unbelievable it's unbelievable like i've never heard anything like that that i i love that i mean i'm i'm <laughs> yeah it, it fascinates me you know what i mean i know that had to be terrifying as a kid or confusing it was more like i've I, yeah i i was say that i was a i was probably naive more than anything because i was always looking for answers to everything you know it's like uh i, I want to know what this is and don't tell me that this is that because i'm, I'm going to find out I, that's that was me i'm going to find out i'm going to find out there's some lights out there in west texas too right um uh marfa marfa i kept wanting to say murphy yeah marfa lights Are marfa they lights do they ever talk uh, about them being like a, a blue light or? Oh, the lights, they would usually, the, from what I remember hearing and reading about these things, it's that they change in color and size. Hmm. Like they'll supposedly start way out, come in. If you start chasing them, they'll just start moving more and more and more yep. away from you they even actually have a i think a setup like where people can go and see these lights i've been to marfa numerous times but never at night never at night but yeah so that was just one of those things that like i said but something was just really odd and uh back okay so we were like moving back from pecos to barstow because you know my brother's like i don't want to be a a bumpkin kid out here in the desert you know <laughs> we wanted to be in a in the city pecos woohoo you know it's a it's a small town <laughs> compared compared to the ranch there was people there right so we moved back to pecos and uh we moved into this house that 
I remember when I went into that house, I just had like a really bad feeling about it. Like I just didn't feel, oh, like it, it just constricted me. It like suffocated me. That's how I felt, you know, and I wound up getting sick. Not only I did, but my brother did. Mm. And uh, we were sick for like two weeks. And this is right before school starts. And um, it just had a really awful feeling. And I don't know why. But one night, my dad was working out of town. And he had come to uh, for a few days on break. And he was like, well, let's go get groceries. I thought my brother and my dad left. And I was in the bedroom. And they were just thinking that everything was, you know, I thought my brother was at the house. I thought my mom was at that. And I thought my dad had just gone by himself. I remember I opened the door to my parents' room. And when I opened it, there was a, a, a woman asleep on the bed. I thought it was mom because she even moved. She even like put the covers like over her head. Like, don't bother me. I'm trying to sleep, you know, close the door. But she didn't say anything. But she just like, mm, like that and threw the cover over her. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, close the door. And I go into the living room and my brother's there watching TV. So I sat down and we were watching television. I hear the truck, my dad's truck pull in. The door opens up. My dad walks in and right behind her is my mom. I'm like, what in the world? What? I was like, like I got like this weird, like the hair in the back of my neck just like, whoa i was like i said like, mom i said like, i just saw you in the bed like just not even 10 minutes ago i opened the bedroom door you were in there or at least i thought it was you oh <laughs> because she even had the like the back of her head she was leaning on the pillow and when i opened the door it cast the light on her she's like mm, like that she grabbed the covers and threw it over her head and i'm like what the hell was that? And there's my mom with my dad coming in. Just uh, like, uh. that wasn't the only thing, you know. So I kind of like, okay, just forget about it. Let's go on. <laughs> One night, me and my brother were in were in his bedroom because we hated sleeping apart. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that. Yeah. We got to share bedrooms. So one night, my brother asked me, "Come stay in the room with me because I'll sleep on the floor and you can have my bed." So I was like, okay, I was sleeping on the bed and we were talking for a while and we kind of like, we're probably falling asleep or something. We kind of like stopped and I was just laying in bed. I wasn't asleep, but I hear my brother say, Joel, if you don't get the fuck away from me, I said, I'm going to fucking hit you. I'm going to hit you right. And I'm going to kick you right in the jaw and I'm going to break your face. <laughs> and I'm sitting in bed like. What is this man talking about? I said, Roy, I said, I'm up here. And he's like, the tone in his voice, it changed completely. Like it almost like, uh, like it broke. Like he's like, no, don't tell me that. I said, there's something right here. I, don't fuck. With, he's like, don't fuck with me, man. I said, no, Roy, I'm on the bed. I said, I'm on the bed. I swear to God. And he just screamed he's like turn on the light so I'm, I'm sitting by the bed with the light switch was right above me and i got like scared like what the hell there's something yeah, here so i just up, switched the light on and he's like 
covered and he's like shaking really bad and I'm yelling at my mom. I'm yelling at my dad, 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 mom. You know, and so they come inside. They're like, what's going on? And my brother, he's older than me, you know, by three years. So he was like shaking and he's like, there was something on the floor pulling my leg. And I thought it was Joel. That's what I was, and I was like, Joel, leave me alone. I said, I said, but when I said that, it's like, was tugging at my foot and when i looked it was crouched something was crouched and it was grabbing my leg oh and that's when i said i'm gonna kick you and i was like no i'm up here i'm on i'm on the bed so that i kept telling my dad let's just go back let's go back to the ranch i don't like it here like i always had this feeling like I always could see something behind the house, like in the tree. And it always reminded me of like what I would think about. I was, I just used to see like a woman is what I always thought about. Whenever I would think about it, like that's the first impression I used to get. Like there was a woman in a tree right behind the house that right next to that bedroom. Well, that was one of the last things that I kind of remember there. And, um, my brother, you know, started going, getting his uh, hormones and started hanging out later, you know, going out with friends, probably meeting the wrong people, I'm pretty sure. But he would stay out many, many times and go out of town without telling anybody. But he would tell me. One night, <laughs> my mom was like, you came home late. He was telling my brother, you came home you could, and don't lie to me. Because, because I and you were either drunk or you were smoking marijuana. Because I could hear you talking outside of the door. As I said, when I looked behind, when I looked through the door and I through the peephole, because you were standing under the tree, and the devil was right. That's the my mom's answer to everything. The devil was behind you, and I was like hearing my mom, and she's already she's you know she's telling my brother all these things, and my brother's like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm just a teenager. I shouldn't be doing this, that. Mm. And that's, <laughs> he comes inside and I was like, mom, the devil? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, mom, what did he look like? <laughs> that mm. was me. That's the kind of kid I was. Okay, right. mom. So what did he look like? And my mom's like, well, he didn't have horns. I <laughs> 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 was like, well, he didn't have horns. He was short. He goes, he had a head, a big bald head. And I was like, that doesn't sound like the devil to me. And my mom was like, it was the devil. So, okay, she's, I was like, okay, fine, mom. I go into my brother's bedroom and he's showering. Like he's just trying to wash away what the sins off of him from the night before. And I, <laughs> right. <laughs> he, comes, he comes into the bedroom where he has a towel on and I'm playing video games and he, jumps with his stomach on the bed and he's like scratching and he's like oh because he's like well come check my back <laughs> i'm like all right because that's what little brothers do i was like he's like what the hell do i have back here i was looking i was like hmm i'm not he had three red dots on the back of his shoulder like right around this area right here 
there were three dots in the form of a triangle. And I told them, I was like, you have three dots and they're perfect. It looks like a triangle. Like if you drew them dot to dot, it'd be a triangle. And he didn't believe me. And he goes, runs it back into the bathroom. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Hell if I know. I said, my, my mom said the devil was behind you last night. <laughs> Maybe he did. <laughs> but that was the end of it. You know, it was like nothing more, nothing less. And um he would tell me things about seeing like UFOs. And I, I was like, at that point, I was like, I don't know what these things are. You know, I was like, even though now that I'm older, I was like, yeah, I've seen a few, you know? And, uh, but my brother said, yeah, I saw UFO, me and my friends or whatever. I didn't know what he was talking about. Years go on, you know, it's like these things would happen sporadically. And, uh, but years go on, 1993, he commits suicide. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, ah, it's okay. You know, and so it was like, I lost my best friend. I have two brothers. Both my older brothers are twins, but one was raised by my grandmother and Roy was the one that was raised with us. And so it was like, I grew up with him. You know, he was like my best friend. I, I got it. I went into a depression. I didn't even know what a depression was because I was young mm -hmm. and I was like, I was having these, like, it's like started changing my way of thinking. Like there has to be more out there. I started reading the Bible more. I was trying to get in touch with God more and it helped a lot. Like when I say a lot, I mean, it was the point where, again, like I said, I don't know if it was just naiveness, but I used to go out a lot fishing at night and sometimes i stayed till the sun came out you know right. so it's like I, and i wasn't afraid i didn't have a firearms i didn't have anything i would be out in the middle i mean because we have two, the pecos river we had the black river in carlsbad and uh these places are super remote and but i never was afraid and we do have a uh, cougar we have bobcat uh rattlesnakes and stuff like that but I never did feel afraid. And I always, always go out there and hang out at these places. And uh, my brother, my other brother, finally, after Roy committed suicide, he started coming around a lot more. And at that time, I was living at that house by myself, my parents' house, in because we had moved from Texas to Carlsbad. Uh, and um, my brother started dating his boy was his girlfriend there it was his wife around september it was mid-september when they met but of course you know they were young too so they would come over to the house only for one thing that was to hook up right. and one night <laughs> one night they, they were just loud and it, it, at that time i was reading a lot you know of the bible i was like ah, i can't be listening to this i could be as far away removed from this <laughs> Right. Thinking I'm righteous, and I'm not. <laughs> I called my friend up. And I was like, Eddie. He's like, Yeah. He goes, Are you are you up to like just taking a drive? And he's like, Yeah. He goes, Eddie was my best friend at that time. And he's like, Yeah. Says, Come pick me up. I said, Okay, I'll be there in about less than ten minutes. Picked him up. You know, I was like, You know, I I told him I can't be at the house because 
Chore and Marianne are there and they're doing their thing and I kind of want to give them privacy and I don't want to be hearing them. So let's just go and we'll go for a ride. We left Carlsbad and we headed down south on, on the highway towards Loving. Uh, in Loving, there's a turnoff just outside south of Loving, New Mexico. It's called Higby Hole Road and it goes down into Black River. And I think Actually, we're going to fish that night while we were out there because we had fishing poles always in the back of the car. When we got there, opened the trunk, no fishing poles. So I was like, damn it, Eddie, what are we going to do? He's like, well, let's just go for a ride. I said, okay. I said, we're just going to go out towards, uh, get back, drive farther, get on Black River Village Road, and we'll head out towards White City and go, head back into Carlsbad. And it's like, we had just got to Black River Village Road and we had turned going west on Black River Village Road. And it was either late September or, or early October because it was a cool night. And this is the one thing that I remember as I was driving down this road and Eddie's like, look at that light. And I'm like, I looked at the rearview mirror and I'm looking ahead. I was like, what light are you talking about? He goes, that light over there. And of course, to me, it's like, I don't see anything. And he's like, that light. And I was like, where, where is this light? And he's like, points out, like his hand comes right in front of me like that. He's pointing out over there. And I was like, Eddie, that's a tractor in the field. He's like, no, it's not. He goes, it's doing weird things. And I was like, I never asked this, what it was doing that attracted his, his uh, side to it. Right. So I'm driving up the road, getting closer to the, the lights in a field. And I get to where it's at, like all perpendicular to where I am, like complete to where it's like, I can stop, pull over to the side of the road and look directly across and see what it, what it, you know, from me. And he's like, it's doing weird things. And I was looking at, and this is what I told, I said, I said, Eddie said it was doing weird things. To me, it just looked like a light, like a regular light that was like this, big around, and just going through the field. Like, and I thought it was a tractor. And I kept telling Eddie, that's a tractor out in the field. It's cutting hay, it's cutting hay. That's what I kept telling him. <laughs> <laughs> but I already stopped the car and I had the window down. You know, I was like, rolled down the window. I had stopped the car. I don't think I turned off the engine. I mean, I really can't remember. And it wasn't that late at night. It was probably like 10 minutes before 11 o'clock. It wasn't even that late. Right. But there's not a car on that stretch of road. I'm looking at the site and I kept telling Eddie, it's a damn tractor, Eddie. Let's go. And Eddie's like, no. So I said, okay. So I sit there and I'm looking at it. This light looked like it was going up and down the field. And it was probably 150 yards away from us. And it starts coming towards us. And it's getting close and close. And I was like, you'd see it's a tractor. I don't remember hearing anything though. But that was that's kind of weird that I think about it. Right. I don't hear anything. So it's coming, 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 coming towards us. And all of a sudden it goes out. As soon as that light went out, there's oh, 
this is just so weird. There's like a very faint glow in the shape of a bell. Like, do you know when, when you turn an incandescent light bulb off and if you look at it, when it's off, it has got that faint glow? Yeah. That's what this, this thing looked like, but it was shaped like a bell. It was, it looked like a bell. Because when, when it did that, the light got to us about maybe 80 feet away from us. It was like really close. Yeah. You know, and it like was coming towards us. And all of a sudden, these things started coming from the bottom of the craft. Like they looked like um, like heat waves. Like when you're drive, driving down the road and you see the heat coming off. Well, yeah. I don't know if here, like when it, the pavement's so hot in the summertime that you could see it just radiating off it you know that's what they look like but they were uh, orange in color and they look like arms like they're so hard to they look like like a plasma ball but they weren't really plasma it more looked like heat waves they started at the bottom of this thing and they were moving up when it started doing that the thing started to go straight up while it's doing that. And it's changing like this color of this object until it turns solid orange and it's glowing. It's got this weird glow to it. Like, uh, have you ever seen that picture of um, the closest thing that I can reference what it looked like after it was glowing is uh, it's this man in Mexico that took a picture of a UFO supposedly back in the eighties and it's glowing orange like that's ex that's what people that's exactly what it looked like it, when it turned completely orange and it was just sitting there hovering that's what it looked like that picture right there but that's not the end of it like when that white light was coming towards us and when it just went out like just disappeared and all of a sudden, there's that faint bell thing floating. And these things start coming out from the bottom of this thing moving up. And as soon as it did that, then it starts to move up. Like it went straight completely up. There was no wobbling, nothing. I mean, this thing completely rising straight up while it's changing these until it completely like these uh, things took over it and it turned completely orange and it stopped. And it stood there. It went up about 80 feet. And it stopped sitting there for maybe two seconds. And it starts changing color again. This, the same exact way as it did it when it was started doing it at the beginning. But this time from orange, it was blue. These heat waves that started coming from the bottom of the craft were blue. Start, and as it started doing that, then it started moving straight across again while it's changing it's glowing orange but these blue heat waves are taking over it and it's changing it's moving it's changing and when it turns completely blue and it's glowing blue it stops again like it went up straight up changing orange right. stopped and then it started changing blue and it started moving 
completely straight, like a 90 degree straight. Wow. Another 80 feet. And it stopped. And then it starts changing this time from blue to red. You see the waves coming out from the bottom and they're red this time. And the way they were moving, like it almost looked like it was alive. Like these things, these heat waves are like moving up and up, overtaking the previous color until it completely like takes over. And then you see the glow of the object in that color, except for this last time when it turned red. Not even a second after it completely went red, the thing shot straight up into the sky. I mean, it was in an instant. And me and Eddie were like, what in the fuck did we just see? Yeah. Never seen anything like it ever. And I don't know, never seen anything like it afterwards. And, um, well, I, like for me, it's like, I, I don't know what it was doing. I don't know if it was landed and that light was something that it had sent out because to me, like I said, the light was like, I see when I had seen it, when I saw the car, it was like traveling the field, you know, off in the distance. Like it was just like, I was like, it's a tractor, you know, cutting hay. And, uh, but when it started coming towards us, and when it went out and there was that faint white glow of this bell thing. I mean, I don't know. I, I told that, I told that story to one of the UFO investigators, uh, Ben Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw him here in July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I honestly I told him that one and several others. And he's like, it sounds like you got a bunch of stories. <laughs> i was like bad i i i i told him i don't i don't really want to talk too much about it because i because i just met the man you know he was here right. for the conference for the ufo festival you know it's like i just i'm too weird i just <clears throat> no i didn't no. i didn't want to like seem like yeah can i be on your show mr hansen <laughs> 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 i didn't want to be like that like a groupie let me let me ask you real quick, man. One, what did what did Eddie think? Like Eddie, he said straight out, "It's a UFO." Okay, he's the first one that said it, but because I was like, "What the fuck did we just see?" It. He's like, "A UFO." <laughs> he just straight out just. But okay, so we went back to town, and we were like excited, right? You know, like I, I was like we're excited we need to tell people you know and Eddie, of course in my mind i'm like no one's gonna believe this no one's gonna believe this shit i mean it's just way out there it's so foreign to the mind i mean it's, it's no one's gonna believe it but anyways we go into some of our friends and the next night a group of them went back out to where we kind of told them where we had seen it and they said they got chased by a helicopter I don't know if that's true, but they said that it chased them till they got on to Kircher or uh, Old Cavern Highway, and so then it flew off to the side. But I don't know. I I I really don't know. Hmm. Um, I don't know what it was. All I can all I know is what it did. What it looked like, just a regular light. Yeah. And the shape of it, 
the size probably 15, 18 feet at the base and probably another 15, 18 feet high, but it was like an shaped like a bell. It was like a like a gumdrop. I call it a gum a gumdrop, but yeah, you said um, something else that, that struck me too. You said it, it looked like almost like it was alive, right? Like the way these and and you describe these heat wave things, and I was thinking in my head, I'm picturing like tentacles or something coming up and over it, like just undulating like snakes they, almost coming over it. They okay, the when you see like when you see a heat wave on the highway, it's always like just in that like it, it, the the length of the pavement yep it's just in that area you know you have like whatever how far you are you only see it right there yeah really strong right there when these things were coming out like these heat waves started from the bottom of the craft like they weren't like that like they were they, I, the only way i can describe it is that they kind of look like um like arms almost like just individual arms coming up over it like weird and it was like it was it would take over the color like they would start at the bottom moving up moving up until they completely take over and then that color that was there that object was glowing that color just really weird like it's um Oh my God! It was just so odd. It's like I've never seen anything like it. The closest thing, like I said, to get any reference of the glow after it changed into the colors is to see that. Uh, I cannot remember that man's name, but it was in Mexico. He took pictures of a of a UFO, but it's a glowing orange UFO. Yeah. And when you look at that, those pictures online and you see it, that's the that's how it looked after the thing completely turned orange hmm. and then like i said it moved up and it stopped and when it was hovering there for maybe a second or two then it started changing color again but these times the heat waves were, were blue like the blue started taking over like it starts creeping up over and taking over the orange and while it was doing that then it started moving like almost seems to me like um like every time that when that started, it started doing something. Like, like I said, when it was like floating towards us, when it was that that um, like that faint color, yeah. like you could barely just you, you could just barely see it. It was so faint, but you could see it. It was it was distinct the shape. Like it was floating, and it, these orange heat waves start coming from the bottom of it, and it like was coming and once it started doing that then it started to rise up while it was changing and when it turned completely orange then it stopped completely no motion no sound there was nothing to it and then it started these blue waves coming from the bottom of it and then it started moving straight across until it turned completely blue mm. and once it turned completely blue it stopped again and maybe another one to two seconds because it was like as soon as the color would change another one would start right after it like when it was blue and it stopped then these red heat waves started taking over and it was like as soon it just just went red it just shot straight up 
like it was gone like so fast so and it, it's it's it was so weird because like i said i'd never seen anything like it i and i don't think i ever will again but yeah probably not um yeah i'm still trying to think of things that what could that have been doing was it trying to cloak was it building up energy you know it, it's hard to tell and if it looked almost alive while you were telling me about that it started making me think you know we called everything ufos for like decades right yes and now Pretty here much. lately they've, they've switched it to uap and when they did that and i heard other reports i've heard other people talk do you think that they're calling it an aerial phenomenon instead of a flying object because some of these things they're seeing you think like maybe they are biological like that there's some kind of i guess some kind of entity oh, it's possible because like i got another one that i saw that i just could not explain many many years after okay uh but i it's just weird like it seemed like a solid object, but there was something causing that glow. And um, it just, the, the way I'd see it, when it was, when it had these heat waves coming up over it, like they just didn't fit heat waves, like, like the way I, I'm used to seeing, you know, them like you could sit and you you'd see something like on a hot pavement is the best example right you know you'll see the waves coming up off of it like but you don't see a color but you can see the distortion that it's making yeah. that's kind of like what it was that distortion okay. but that that wave that distortion what had color to it and it had like individual like legs i guess that would come up like it wasn't all like I guess like in a TV show, like if you saw it, it'd probably be like whoop, completely like that. Right. It, it wasn't like that. It was like more individual. Like you'd see one go up higher than another one and kind of like, like weird, like it, it, its own thing. That's what as I say. It just had to be, it's an experience that it's for me, it's a little hard to describe, but it, if you saw it, it would just like your mind would be what the that I just see and what was it doing? That's what I asked myself. What was it doing? Was it was that like changing something in the because like I said, when it started going orange, it went straight up. Like it started and it wasn't like a fast, it was just like a slow rising wow. while it's changing orange. And when it turned orange, it stopped. And it just stayed there suspended for about one to two seconds. And then you it's changing again like these blue things start coming out like these heat waves again just like it did before and when it started doing that then it started moving straight across the sky and it stopped until you know the red and then it shot straight up into the sky i mean it was like here and wow. that i mean it was gone and it's like what the hell was it and and I've said this to a bunch of people. I was like, do you think it could have been military? I was like, I don't know. 
I, I God, if it's if they have that kind of technology, yeah, can you imagine the things that <laughs> that they could do? <laughs> right. I mean, and, and then not get crushed. I mean, come on, it's like I get in a roller coaster and I'm I'm getting ready to throw up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that was military. I, I I was in the Air Force. I had a secret clearance. I saw a lot of jets. Nothing like that. <laughs> oh, God! You know what? I just remembered something else before this one. If you're looking for the pack that will help you survive the worst day of your life, or a pack to use for your everyday carry that you'd never have to worry about failing. If you're looking for the perfect bug out bag, the perfect bushcraft pack uh, for camping, hiking, whatever your needs, go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check it out. All products are 100% made in America. You can use promo code BUMP22 and save 10% site-wide. All right, that's bump B U M P twenty two to save ten percent site wide. This is a veteran owned business. Like I said, every component of every product made in America: the buckles, the zippers, the straps, American made. Um, there's never been a more important time than now to bring it home. You know what I mean? So go to squatchsurvivalgear.com. Best products on the market. I've got videos on YouTube about it if you want to see it. Um, or just go to the website. Check it out. SquatchSurvivalGear.com But wait, there's more. <laughs> hey, Chris messaged me and said that if you guys use BUMP22 as the promo code this year, that he's going to increase that discount to 15%. So get on there now. Use BUMP22 Save 15% site-wide at SquatchSurvivalGear.com. I'm glad that you had a witness with you because it's one of those things like something that wild. Like my UFO experience was not that wild, but it was weird. But I had a witness. I had my dad. I would doubt myself at this point. If I didn't yes. have to remind me that it happened, you know what I mean? Yes, I, I know exactly because I, I think about that. Like if if I did not have a witness, as it when people would if they ask me, you know, like especially, hey, what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you? You really want the honest truth? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the kind of it's just out there. It's just so bizarre. Mm-hmm. And uh but it, it, God, yes, I've had. I, I'm lucky that I have had witnesses on many, and on some of them, it's been like me. It's just been me, and it does like you start questioning a lot of things, especially your my, my sanity. This is one of those things that I, yeah. I don't. I am. I, I hold dear to myself. It's like you know, and uh, but before that, that happened in in 1993. Like I said, it was late August early October in August of 1990 I was still living in in Pecos we were still living in Pecos Texas and uh, I had family in Saragossa which is near Balmeray these are all small towns you know like I don't even know if people even heard about them (laughs) 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 but 
I was 16, August 1990. I think it was a week before school started. I got this wild hair up my ass that I wanted to go see my cousins that I had not seen for a while. So I asked my mom if I could borrow the car that I was going to go over to grandma's. I didn't have a driver's license. My mom said yes. I had saved up money, so I filled up, like, put as much gas as I would, always calculating how much, you know, oh, yeah. am I going to get with gas, you know, how much is going to cost. I was that kind of a person. I was always, like, calculating the mileage and how much gasoline I should put in it. So I had saved up enough to drive down to Saragossa, which was like 37 miles from Pegasus. Never driven that far in my life, ever. I was 16 years old. All right. Yeah. Down a That's highway. A long trip for 16. Yes. And I drove down to Saragossa and I was hanging out with my cousins. And it was kind of like the monsoon season at that time. And uh, they used to go like to go catch fish after the... the... Do you know what arroyos are? Not really. Here in the desert, we call them arroyos. It's an old Spanish term. It's it's a, a creek bed. Whenever okay. it rains, like an overflow or the river or from the mountains, it creates these huge washes. Yeah. And uh, but there's a lot of them in that part of Texas because it's just really mountainous. And uh, there's one that they knew about. I, I didn't know, but they said you could go catch catfish you know get after the water you know right. starts to go low you can find catfish in pools and i was like oh yeah because i love fishing i was like let's go <laughs> so we, <laughs> we drove out there and uh the water was still running it still had water it's just gushing over the road and everything and my cousin's like well let's go over here there's another spot maybe that one's low and I don't know, I had no idea. I just knew how to get from Pecos to Saragossa. I knew none of, I, there's an interstate that runs through there. Right. You know, and uh, and all these other back roads, I have no idea. So I was like, I don't know where we were at. But we go to this arroyo and, and it's also flooded. The water's still, I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. So we're like, let's just go back to the house, you know. And uh, I said, all right. There were uh, five of us. It was me, my cousin, Freddie in my mom's car and it was my cousin George and two of his friends in their friend's car and we were driving down the road and they passed us headed back to the house and of course I'm like I'm not gonna get a ticket I'm not gonna get into an accident you know I'm gonna drive the speed limit so I stayed behind them you know Mind my business, me and my cousin, you know, Freddie, we're talking. The next thing we see, we see their car pulled off to, on the side of the, of, the, of the highway. And they're outside. So I told Freddie, should I just pass them? And he's like, oh, let's stop, see if they, maybe they got, you know, flat or they need some help. Right. <laughs> so I was like, all right. I pulled, we pulled behind them. And I get out of the car. And this is how bizarre this story is. I get out of the car and I walk over to my cousin George and he's standing and he's just looking south. And I walk over this and I asked him, did you guys have a flat or what? And he didn't say anything, but this is what he said. He says, you don't see that? And I was yeah. like, what? So when I turned to see what he's looking at, I saw what these guys were looking at. And that's probably why they had pulled over. There was this thing i don't is so bizarre because the only way that i can describe it is that it looked like a skyscraper on its side 
floating in the sky. Oh, and in my mind, I'm like, it's a blimp. It's a blimp. You know, like in my mind, I'm, I kept telling myself over and over, it's a blimp. It's a military blimp or it's something. It's, it's got to be a blimp. It's the Goodyear something. This thing was massive. I cannot, could not see the front of it and I could not see the back of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the only thing that was focused was like right in front of us. Like the action was right there because you're, you're my, our, well, my mind, I can't say for my cousins and, and their friends what they were seeing, but I was just like entirely focused at just like watching it just go by, like sitting at a train, uh, a train uh, stop and you're just watching the train go by fast. But this thing's not like that. It's just gliding. Mm. And I'm looking for like, fins and i'm looking for windows i'm looking for something to kind of like i've seen blimps you know and i was like it's a blimp and i'm there is nothing like that it has this color to it that's kind of like a like a orange tan color but it looked like it was like it was reflecting the the sand or the ground onto it yeah it had like it's it's so hard like it like it it matched the color of the ground, but you could see the form. Yeah. Like it had it had form to it. And it's just moving, moving. And I don't I can't honestly tell you how long we sat there and watched it because I completely became oblivious to the time. And I'm trying to figure out what is this thing? It's in a blimp. I, I mean, I don't know. It kind of was like a blimp, but it wasn't. It was massive i mean if somebody constructed a blimp like that it'd be <laughs> i think it had to have been more than a mile long <laughs> oh my gosh it was immense i mean it was huge it's not even that far away from us that's why i say when i got out of the car it's like i did i didn't see it and i got out you know like and i walked up there and i said what is it and then my cousin's like you don't see that when I turned and I saw it, it was like, yeah. like I, I got in, like I went to trance almost. Like I was like, just like, what in the world? Like I, that's all. It's like I'm, my mind's operating, thinking, but I'm seeing it. And I, I don't know what it was. But we sat there and we're looking at this thing. Oh, look, kind of like that, you know, but it was rosy colored. Yeah. Like, the, like it looked like the sand. Yeah and i'm looking at it and i'm like what the fuck is this thing you know it's like it, it doesn't have no windows there's no fins there's no propellers there, there's nothing to this it's just like a long skyscraper thing well it finally got to where i could see the back end of it and it started coming the back of it was black and it was it looked like a like a like a pyramid you could see it. It had the four distinct, but it was like shiny black, like like glass. Wow. And it was, I mean, I can't honestly say the size of this thing because it looked so close to us. Like if, if you threw a rock, you could have hit it. That's how close it looked to me. But in its own, like I could not make out the size of it. 
but the pyramid was not like long and pointy it was short and stubby like it just came out and what i do remember about it is that i had four lights on the corners of this thing and then one red light at the tip of it and i was like there has to be a blimp because that sounds like it's the lights are i i mean i really don't know <laughs> i don't know what it was and when i tell people this they're like what the hell were you smoking uh, <laughs> you know i i didn't start smoking pot till i was like <laughs> almost 20 <laughs> way before that you know and, and, and uh but yeah that that happened in texas and uh wow and like i said i don't know what the hell it was you know I, i've I, heard i've heard about these gigantic like motherships you know what people describe you know like it's just something the size of a city or something the size like yes said, uh, like this mile long skyscraper I've yeah, heard these. Because the whole sky goes dark. Because like, you could, and this is what the kind of person that I am. Like when I see something like that, I was already nerdy as a kid, but I would be I'd buy the newspaper and I would watch the news, the morning news and the evening news, the local news, um, every day for months, trying to see if they said something about this never heard anything about it there was like no, there was no blimp usually when there was a blimp gonna be flying over your town like everybody knew oh watch out for this blimp and there was nothing like that so it was like what the and being like i said it was near balmory and saragossa texas there's an interstate there but nobody saw nothing besides us it's like just us five we, this thing was massive it was like I mean, it, it was like a blind man couldn't ha couldn't have missed it because it's just it's right there. It was like maybe from what I would get, like three telephone, uh, three telephone poles in in height. Wow! Above the ground, but the it was probably about God a hundred yards, if not less than that, from us. Like it was right there. Like if you I could throw a rock, I would have hit this thing. Oh my goodness! But um, we're sitting and we saw this thing before. I say I, I, it was minutes. I mean, probably more than fifteen minutes. We were there on the side of this road, and uh, I mean, still like to this time, I'm like, I don't know what it was. I, I honestly have no idea what it was. Um, I don't know if anybody has seen anything. I mean, I search for a lot of these things like now with the internet. Like I'm trying to. Oh, yeah. Did somebody see something like this or never seen anything like that except for the black pyramid over the pentagon right like, that was massive but this thing was just the back end of it was like a, a pyramid and it was not a long pointy one but a shorter stubby just but it like again like like that old say, uh, thing with the ufo there's no sound to it right no sound it's completely silent it's it's like your ears are straining to hear something. Like you want to hear something because your mind is like, "What the hell is this?" It's not. It's not registering with the mind. Like uh, that's incredible. But yeah, that that happened in in Texas. The UFO that saw here in the first one was just south of Carlsbad. But in that area, like I said, there's the Black River and the Pecos River, and. Uh, this one's going to be kind of weird. It, it's not UFOs. It could be. <laughs> but in that same area, like I said, I started smoking pot when I was like 20. 
right. so it's kind of like one of those that maybe it could have been. I don't know because I, there's. I, I don't think I've ever smoked a joint that made you hallucinate or. <laughs> no, me neither. That's that's why that's why I tell people I've never had auditory or visual hallucinations off smoking up a pot and then sharing it with people you're you know it's like that's not a side effect of marijuana no so yeah before it was legalized it just became legal last year but you know back at that time you go to the dirty pot dealer in the alley and buy a pot (laughs) you go smoke it with your friends out in the boonies or in the basement or someplace where the cops wouldn't get you but we decided to go up to the river and uh this was the Pecos River again in that kind of that same area south of Loving, and the Pecos River is not like the Mississippi. It's more like a one of these rivers that could go from you know maybe sixty yards in width to just a stream where you could walk over. Right. But the spot that we had drove down to, you know, it's like maybe five feet. There's a bridge that goes over it, and. Uh, this was January of 94, right after the UFO sighting, kind of like in the same area. Because the Black River is, is a tributary of the Pecos. It kind of like goes into the Pecos River. We're kind of like in that area. And uh, so we pulled in. There was two cars. You know, it was me and one of my cousins and one of her friends and a bunch of my other friends. And we had pulled in and we're drinking 40s. It was a big thing back at that time and smoking, we were smoking a joint, just one joint. That was it. But there was like, there was 11 people, you know, so it's like a joint. It's not going to go very far. Right. And we were kind of uh, almost in a semi-circle, almost like a horseshoe. And I happened to be at the very end where I, my back was towards the river. If I would have stepped maybe two feet, I would have gone over the bank and into the river, but I wouldn't have drowned because it's, it's not that deep. But along the river, there used to be a lot of salt cedar. I don't know if you know what those are, but they used to grow a lot along the river and uh, really bushy. And it was a full moon. I remember that very clearly. And we're sitting there, we're smoking, we're laughing. We're just having a great time. I mean, it was just fun. I'm not going to lie. And uh, we're just having fun. It's a great time. And the girls, my my cousin and her friend, said they had to go use the bathroom. I see them walk up. There was like a, it's the bridge comes down, and it's the river, and all these trees growing around, and then it goes that road, and then it comes. There's another one like a two track that comes along the river for fishermen. We were on that one. The bridge is around this area, the trees, and then there's trees growing all through there. Because it's kind of like all in a ravine, I guess. Like, so you get a lot of just growth in that spot. But my cousin and the, her friend took off, went up the road to go use the bathroom. After several minutes, I saw them walk back. And I remember I was smoking a joint. And of course, you know, I was laughing. I'm getting that losing track of time or whatever then i was like oh i gotta pass it and i'm passing it and i looked up the road again and i saw this huge thing you know it was like the only way i mean i saw it like i'm looking and it's a full moon it's a full moon. i mean it's 
a beautiful night, not a cloud in the sky. There's it's winter, but it's a full moon and it's like everything's just super bright. I saw this thing come down around the bend, walk by the bridge, like the same way that my cousin and came back after using the bathroom. And I'm looking at that, I was like, what in the world is it? It's walking, it's moving its arms like this, and it's broad. And the first thing that popped into my head, because my friend, my cousin's friend was a big girl. <laughs> so I was like, maybe she went back and I didn't notice. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> so like maybe she went back and forgot something. And I looked and she's standing like right here. Like I'm the one, that's the one I passed the joint to that it's my cousin and I'm like, I didn't say anything. Maybe I should. I should have said, hey, look at that thing over there. What the hell is it? Because it comes and it's walking like it comes right next to us. Like I'm saying about maybe 10 feet away from what? And you never said that? I didn't say anything. And I mean, and it's just like doing its own thing. Like it, it, that's what the bizarreness, that's like how I say it. it's like it's just so odd. Like it's just like what it was doing and it, it's like in its own little world like it didn't even see us it didn't acknowledge nothing it came by us and it went by the cars and i see it walking and i could see the hair coming down its arms and i could see the head it was like pointy it looked like a like almost cone shape it was I'm going to say it had to have been at least eight feet tall. Huge. I mean, it's taking long strides. It looked like the, just the, the classic Bigfoot looking thing. Yeah. Arms and, but it didn't turn its head. It's just like in its own thing. And I'm looking at this thing. I was like, what in the world? And I'm falling it. I'm falling and falling. It goes by the cars and it goes off and it disappears behind the trees. And I'm like, for a while, I'm like, did anybody just see that? And everybody's like, because I was like forced for what I said. Did anybody just see that? And everybody's like, what did you see? I said, man, I don't know what the hell. But the end looked like fucking Bigfoot. When I said that, everybody screamed, especially the girls. They're all like, get to, like in the, just go to the car and get the hell out of here. I mean, I'm laughing. I mean, because I'm high and I'm laughing. It's like, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was high. I, I, I don't know. It To me, it's just like I never in my life had visual or auditory hallucinations on yeah. never okay so that thing happened in 94 around january hold on man hold on <laughs> yeah, we can't just go <laughs> okay uh <laughs> One, you must weird. you must have hated the other ten people with you to not tell. No, them. because I because I told them because I like I said I saw this thing, but I didn't want to make a, a fool of myself. So I was like, I don't want to scare people by saying that it could have been that girl, but she's right here. She's right there, like right there, like she's almost like has her shoulder on mine, and I'm like, what is, the hell? Is she eight foot tall with hairy forearms? No, <laughs> but she was big she was she was chunky and and that's why in my mind i was like maybe i'm mistaking that for her and my mind's just, just like trying to come up with something yeah so it i mean it's a crazy story and like i said when i say it it's just even what adds to the bizarreness is that it came that close yeah 
and it wasn't like hollering it wasn't like shaking stuff throwing stuff at it and like it was just like in its own little world like it didn't even know that we were there or just didn't even care for us being there so that happened like i said in january of 1994 i've told that story to some friends they're like oh man it was just a pot i said no i don't think it was in 2006 i was working for the state of new mexico i was a civil engineer technician i was sent to work in hobbs and when I was there in Hobbs, like I actually got to meet the patrol foreman and he was from Arkansas. And I asked him, what the hell brought you from Arkansas to the desert? <laughs> and this is what he told me. This, this is exactly what he told me. He says, we were looking for the desert Bigfoot. And I'm like, the desert Bigfoot. He's like, yeah. He said, haven't you ever heard about the Bigfoot that they see over there by the Guadalupe Mountains and around you know, the, the places in Carlsbad in between Carlsbad and El Paso, it's the Guadalupe Mountains. And there was another spot um, by the Carlsbad Caverns and uh, Sitting Bull Falls. That's another spot that he named. I said, yeah, I know all these spots, but I never heard of anything Bigfoot or anything. And I totally have forgot about that story about me back, you know, yeah. like over a decade before seeing that. So I was like talking, talking, talking. And then he's like, well, get this. He's like, Go talk to the super to the field supervisor outside, and to his to his partner. Go. Oh, actually, they were. We were. I was putting fuel, and that's when he came out. We were talking, and he was telling me about that. He goes, so go talk to the field supervisor and his partner. Ask them what they saw when they had the, the highway shut down, right here, just uh, west of Roswell. I mean, of Hobbs. I was like, what did they see? He's like, go ask them. Just ask them. Just tell them that I sent you. Go tell them. He was the main boss from, from that unit there. Right. So I went in, I was like, hey. <laughs> I was like, your boss. <laughs> your boss told me to come in here and ask, what did you guys see when you had that highway shut down? And the girl looks over to her boss and she's like, you're not going to believe this. I was like, tell me. I was like, I want to know. He's like, I can't remember their names, but they they were mentioning their names. As he goes, they had the highway shut down. Something happened out on the highway, so they had to close it down. The field supervisor and the partner that, that he had, you know, were had the their unit parked on the road blocking the traffic, and they said that she had put the tailgate down on the back of the truck, and he was sitting in the in the front on the radio communicating, you know, what, you know, blah, 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 whatever the bosses do on their radio. But she said, I was sitting in the back of the truck, you know, just trying not to stand too much and, you know, get weight off my legs. And besides that, we didn't have a, that much traffic. He goes, but I looked down the highway. I said, I was looking and this thing just like popped up off the side. I said, it was huge. It was hairy. I said, and it just like stood up and it just like took two, three steps across the highway, went into the berm, jumped over the fence, was gone. And I'm sitting there like with my mouth is open. Yeah, man. And I turned around. That's it. And there's, I can't remember his name, but that was the field supervisor, was standing right next to me. I said, he was in the truck. And I said to him, did you just see what I saw? And the guy's like, what? Bigfoot? As I wasn't going to say it. 
I wasn't going to say it, but <laughs> to have two people yep. just slightly over a decade tell me about that. I mean, and in Hobbs, you know, I don't know, you don't, I don't know if you know much about New Mexico, Southeast New Mexico. It's, it's very arid, like most of it, but it's really desert. Hobbs is really flat land. I mean, really flat. It's like, you could see for miles. It's like plains, but desert. Carlsbad has a little bit more hills and, you know, it's got two river systems running through there. And to me is when they told that, then I told them about mine. You know, like I saw this, but it was in Carlsbad. And the man's like, well, usually if they do travel, they probably follow water or food or something, or they got cave systems. I don't know. He goes, but this, uh, this is what we saw. He goes, because she was in the back of the truck. And when I stepped out of the truck, I was already seen it crossing the road. I said, it took about two, three steps. I said, it went down into the, into the ditch. It came up, jumped over the fence. And it was gone. I said, I don't know where it went, where, how, if it ducked, I'd say, all I know is that it just, I said, it was huge. It was brownish red, hairy. I said, it was just, it was massive. I said, it just like, and he said the exact same thing that I said. I said, he could, you could see the hair dangling from its arms when it was walking. I was like, that is just too weird. Who the hell is going to believe a Bigfoot out in the desert? It's like, it's just, it's insane. (laughs) Like the, just people will think that you're, you're nuts, you know, like, but that's not the end of it. I see. I'm going to tell you, I can go back and forth because in that same area where I had my encounter with, the UFO and that Bigfoot in between there, there's a small town called Malaga. Um, and I had two cousins. I had, uh, well, I had an uncle and aunt that lived there, but they had two cousins, older cousins, and they used to work uh, as irrigators. They used to irrigate the farmers alfalfa fields or whatever they were growing. And this is like, you know, it's a 24-7 thing. You know, usually they water more at night because of in the summertime, it's too hot in the day. It'll just suck the water right out. So they water a lot at night. Yeah. And my cousin was telling me that he and his brother, PJ, were irrigating at night. And there was a thunderstorm headed in, into uh, close to where they were at. And he's like, yeah, because we were sitting in the truck just watching the thunderstorm. When I looked out into the field and while the lightning was, you know, striking, I said, I seen something in the middle of the field and it looked like there was something in the, you know, on fours. I thought it was a bear and it was like digging, you know, you could see it digging, digging, digging. And I woke up PJ. I said, PJ, hey, he goes, there's something out in the middle of that alfalfa field. I said, let's go, let's go see what it is. I said, maybe it's a bear. We'll fucking shoot it. They said that they got out. He said, I said, I had the 30-30 and PJ had the flashlight. I said, we got out and we're, we're like, you know, we're going to walk up on this thing and we're going to shoot it. I was just, and so they made this plan. He says, I told PJ, as soon as we get, you know, within, I'm going to yell at him, turn on the flashlight. And I said, and I'm going to blast it. He says, and we're walking, you know, it's windy. I said, there's lightning. There's a, there's a light rain. It's, the thunderstorms are coming in he goes that it's just it was just a weird night it was but we were walking i said well we got maybe about 
12, 10 feet from it, I told PJ, turn on your flashlight. He did turn his flashlight on. <laughs> he goes, this thing was on its back and it looked like a bear. We thought it was a bear because it was like digging. It was throwing dirt, you know, to the sides. He goes, and when PJ turned the light on to it, I said, this thing stopped what it was doing. It stood up on all four or on two legs. Then it turned around and saw it. It goes, and do you know what it looked like? And I was like, no, I was, I was like, say a werewolf. And he's like, it didn't look like it. It was, it had the face. It looked like a man. It looked like Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> it goes, it, it looks like, and they said, this is what it did. It rose up and it went, yelled at us and it, took off running the opposite direction and he goes i shat myself <laughs> he goes pj peed on himself i said i had the 30 30 i could not even pull the trigger i said he said i could not shoot i said i froze i mean he said they both froze in fright that they they thought it was a bear like it had their back to him when they were walking up to it. And it was like on all fours and it's digging into the ground. I could not imagine. He said, but when, when PJ, when I told PJ, turn the flashlight on. So he, as soon as he turned it on, I said, that thing just like turned, stood on its two legs and it turned and it went, put its arms like that. And said in the face, it said, kind of remind me of a man, but it looked more like, like a Bigfoot, like you see on TV. I said, and it went, <laughs> I said it. I said I shat myself. I said right where I was at. I said I couldn't even pull the trigger on the rifle, and PJ was just frozen, like with the flashlight, or just like. I mean, I guess I would be too if that happened to me. Yeah, if I, if I saw something like that. Yeah, I'd be, it'd be game over, man. Yeah, that 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 odd. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's this. There's definitely something there. So uh, something's there. Something yeah. is there. I mean, for not just me, but other people that have seen it, and and, and it's just weird. It, it it is a weird area. It's a weird state. I've I've had more experiences here than I've had anywhere. Hmm. But um, back to like I said, I I got so many. Back to that UFO. Like I was going to tell you. Um. It, it, like I go in spurts and I, I have no experiences. Right. Sometimes they'll just come like I'll see a few like in a week's, which is a lot. But in uh, 2003, I think it was um, August. August of two. There's 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 another correlation that I tell everybody. I tell somebody, it's like one thing that I know is a lot of these things always seem to happen in August, September, or October. I said, and that, that's when I see a lot of these things. It's just the weirdest thing. It, like I see the correlation the older I get. Yeah. But in August of 2003, I had moved up to Albuquerque with one of my cousins. He was always telling me, move up here. You know, it's what are you doing down in Carlsbad? There's nothing there. It's too small of a town. Move up here to Albuquerque. It's more to do. And yeah, there was. But I had just moved from California too. And I was like, not really like, you know, I got kind of tired of the big cities and whatever. But I was like, I'll give it a shot. 
over I was there by like four days. You know, he, he uh, wanted me to move up there to help him pay his rent. And I didn't want to like that fast. I was like, wait, hold on a minute, man. This is what I came up with. I still need to find a job. <laughs> so he got evicted. <laughs> so four days, we're packing everything back up. And, and he, has uh, his, he has his car loaded up with all his crap that he could carry. And I've got, I didn't have a lot, but I had all, all my stuff in, in, in an SUV. We take off from Albuquerque. And... Uh, the closest route from Albuquerque to Carlsbad is to come down the interstate and then at Klein's Corners, you come down 285 into Roswell and then south back into Carlsbad. And we're, and we're coming down, we have passed Vaughn. And it was probably, we were probably 70, I'd say anywhere from 70 to 50 miles north of Roswell. And it was also not that late at night. It was probably at 11 o'clock. My cousin's behind me in his, in his car and I'm in my SUV and we're just doing a two car convoy down the highway and my phone rings and it's my cousin. So I answered it. I was like, what's going on? And he's like, Hey, he goes, are you seeing those lights? I was like, what lights? He goes, look out on the driver's side, out of the driver's side window says, you'll see these weird lights come on and they go out. And I'm talking to him on the phone. I'm still trying to drive. I slowed down. And of course, I saw a light come on. And it was just like a light, like a, just a white light. Like it would come in and then it go out. Like it was just really weird. I've never seen anything like that either. So I was like, oh, shit. I said, let's pull over. And we'll, we'll take a look at these things. So we decided to do that. We pulled over. And he pulls up behind me. And there's these lights that are just like flashing on the east side of the highway because we're headed south and it's a divided highway and they were towards the east and there were like these lights that like it were just like pulse on and pulse off like it was just odd but they were cool to see i was like that is cool and one would appear like it was close then another one would appear like it was farther and they were just like all over the place like mm -hmm. one after the other like what are these? And I was like, there are flares because there's an Air Force base called Cannon yep. Air Force Base uh, in Clovis. And it would have been kind of like in that vicinity looking east on the highway. I said, maybe it's, it's flares from the military. Then I was like, no, I don't know if that's how a flare would act. And I don't really, I didn't know at that time what a flare would look like, you know, coming out at night, you know, but I was like, I don't think that's what it would look like, but it looks pretty cool. And I could hear jets coming from the west, you know, and I don't, I can't say how many there were, but when I looked up and I'm trying to see through the night sky, I could see like this, these tiny little blinking lights that look like commercial jet, but I was like, no, those have to be military. I said, they're probably going to go see what these fucking lights are. Yeah. And of course they kind of like to head over, but they look like they're coming from Albuquerque, probably from Kirtland. Yeah. And uh, so they flew over the highway and they're headed towards where these lights are. And, the lights completely went out, you know, like they're, they're not there anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and I told my cousin Oscar, I said, look, I said, I guarantee you when we look, they're going to be behind us. As you can see, you could kind of like see the blinking lights of the jets, like far off or like they're looking like, where the hell did these things go? I was like, I don't know. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Yep. But I as soon as I told my cousin Oscar, we're, we're going to look behind us towards the West. And I bet you we'll see the lights. And as soon as we turn around, guess what? There they are. You Man, see you see the lights 
again, but like they were on the east. Yep. And you see the lights like come back on. Like I said, man, I said these things are probably playing with these jets. I said, yep. They're like they're like messing with with them. Like hey, you can't catch us, blah blah, you know. And you can hear these jets. I mean, see them like moving. And I was like, see there they go again. And then they get to where the lights and they completely go off again on the west side. Like they're no more. And I said, Dodge, they're gonna be back on this side. And we turned that there they start up again. No way. Uh, yes. So you got to witness it. We saw it. This is the weird thing, is is we're we're just watching these lights. And uh I said, watch these planes are gonna come back. And these things are gonna do something weird. I don't know what, but they're gonna do something weird. And it's like the lights completely went out. But then they came back on. But this time, when the lights came on, they were shaped like an arch. There was five of them. There was two lights, and then two above them, and then one in the middle. It was like this. Yeah. And I was like, that is just so weird. And they're just right there in the sky. Like, just, I mean, it's like they wanted you to see them. Like, yep. they're like, hey, look. Look at this. Look at this, guys. I mean, they're bright and they're just like huge. I mean, these. And the next thing that I saw were the bottom lights move up to where the two top ones were. Like they merged, like they just like moved up, merged with those two. And then those that became two and then those two moved up to the center light and it's like it was just so weird like people ask how could you tell I said because it was like they came on came out and then they and then on moved up yeah. when they all merged into that center one that light like it kind of it looked to me like it came out like it expanded out bright i mean it just like came out so bright and it was ginormous it looked like the sun but not orange it was white like it yeah. just came out and then like it, it, it imploded in like it just like got sucked back in and vanished and that was the last thing that we saw and it stayed and white like what are you talking about like the uh like the, the light stayed like it was a white color all of them were white. Like, yeah, it, like, the, like, it, like I said, what, these lights, when they were formed that arch, the two bottom ones, like, they pulsated like out and then back in. Yep. But they moved up to the next two. Those pulsed and came in, and then they moved into the center one that was like the very top one. But the when they all got to that very top light, like, it, that top light, like, it expanded so like. It came out like it, like just whoop, like, and it just like sucked itself back in, and it was gone. Like, it was just the weirdest thing. Like, like I said, it's just like there's, I don't know what they're doing, what it is. I just know that it's just, it's bizarre to talk about it because, no way, it's it's, you don't know what they're doing or how they're doing it. They're, I mean, they're, to. Um, from the understanding that we have, it's like it what doesn't make any sense. Like, like it's just no. Uh... But look, mine did the same thing. It was just one light, though. It was one white light, 
And I'll skip most of the story, but when it got directly in front of me and my dad on the four lane on I twenty, it did the same thing. It it flashed out. This it was a funky green color. Like I've never seen this shade of green before. But it it flashed out and it like filled the windshield bright, and then sucked in like it like you said it imploded, and gone, and nothing was there. But it that's. I understand what you're talking about, for real. I saw it. It's just, uh, I mean, it's just so weird. I, I mean, I'm thankful, honestly, that I get to see some things. and uh, But trying to talk to people that haven't seen him or actually had a, their own experience with something odd, it's for their, in their mind, it's like, they, they can't even grasp it. Like, it's like, it's almost like a sci-fi or it's just wild imagination. And yeah. I said, it's, it's really hard because not long after that one, this was in the daytime. I was having dental work done in Albuquerque because here in, in this part of the state, it's so rural, even, even Roswell being the biggest city that it's hard to get, you know, a, uh, good dentist or specialist some some sort so that i had to go up to albuquerque <laughs> and i got some work done and we were headed back to stop to eat my cousin my same the same cousin that was with me when we saw those lights you know he had gone with me up to albuquerque but this time we were just in my suv and i told him i said oscars you know what i got this weird feeling man that worked we're going to see something again. I said, I can feel it. Like, I was like, I feel it. Like, we're going to see something, man. I, he's like, what? I said, I don't know. I just have this weird feeling. We're going to see something. We're driving back. And this is, and it was still daytime. And um, we were probably, I'm going to say probably 30 miles north of Roswell. Again, you know, the last time was like 50 to 70. But this time we're closer. It was like 30 miles. And out to the east i saw this um to me the only way i could describe it it looked like a, a large rod like it was sticking out of somewhere but i could see it that it went up into the sky and it made no sense like i'm looking at this thing i said that just what the hell it looked like a like a like an oil well pipe someone had just punched out of the ground and it just like wound up sticking straight up into the sky and i'm looking at this thing as i'm driving I'm, I'm like i don't know what that is that just doesn't make any sense i'll tell oscar do you see that and he couldn't he didn't see anything and i was like do you see that and he's like no he's i was like oh my god said, maybe i'm just seeing shit i don't know and then so i kind of start driving and then i looked again and i saw what looked like two parachutes but they were really weird like they were i'm gonna draw it out because it's like i said it just doesn't make any sense it's like the parachutes kind of like, they look like parachutes i don't even know if they were but because they were kind of like see-through like when you see a weather balloon it has got that translucent color to it like but they look like parachutes to me but they were coming off the side of that pole that was jutting up into the sky. And, and like I said, again, I did not see anything coming out of that pole. 
that was sticking straight up into the sky. I didn't see anything before, but all of a sudden it's got parachutes on it or what looked like parachutes. But they were not, I don't know what the hell they were. Kind of like this. Like, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, 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 I see that. Kind of off to the side, but they just didn't make any sense because... But they look like parachutes. To me, that's what my mind was thinking, parachutes. Right. And I'm like, what the f is that? And I'm like, my mind's just completely intrigued. And of course, like, as I'm driving, and it was maybe about 4.45 in the afternoon. The sun's out to the west. This is out to the east. And I told my cousin, I said, do you see that now? And he looked over and he saw it. And he's like, what the hell is that? I was like, I don't know. I, was like, I have no idea what it is. That's why it's like, that's kind of like I was telling you, there's this rod and then all of a sudden it's got this thing. I take my eyes off, you know, because I'm driving, glanced, and then I look back again. It's gone. What? There's this, now, there's this, like a cube. It looks like a, it looks like a cube that's copper or bronze colored. The rod's there, but now it has a cube underneath it. The parachutes, things are gone, but now there's a, a box underneath this rod. And I'm like, that's why I say it, the, it's just so bizarre because yeah. it just doesn't, like it's like it was playing mind tricks with, on me or something. I don't know because I glanced off off of it again to focus on, on the driving. I should have just stopped, but I, I, was, I don't know why I didn't. When I looked again, now the rod's gone and it's just that cube. And it's coming down, but it's rotating. And it's uh, when the sun reflects off the sides of it as it's coming down, it's just glistening like a shiny, like a penny, like a copper penny or, or bronze. That's how shiny it was. Wow. And I'm looking at this thing. By this time, I'm already slowed down because I, what the hell is this? I got to see what it is. It's coming down, down, down. And when it starts getting close to the ground, that thing started like morphing into a God knows, I have no idea. Like it was, looked like a metal cube, but when it started coming down into closer to the ground, like you see these balls come out of it. Like it was like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it was just like, it, oh it's so hard like it, Sorry. I, I, I'd never seen anything like it like it was morphing into yeah. different things like it was like like these uh balls of the same color and everything but it wasn't square anymore now it's like it's they're they're spheres I guess balls of and then it goes back to where what it was and it's just like back and forth and back and forth switching and it, it, we lost it when it went behind the hills. And from there, I don't know where, where exactly it, it touched down at. And I asked Oscar, I said, did you just see what the hell that thing was doing? He's like, what? what, what, what? Yeah, he was like, I saw it, but what was it doing? I, I don't know. It, it messed with my mind so bad. Yeah. Because uh, I couldn't, I, that's the only way I can describe it. Like there's something there, it's gone. And now it's there's a box. And then it was like, when it started getting close to the ground like it's it was do you see all these fears through balls like 
come out of it like but all within it like a, like a transformer almost like on tv i don't know i mean yeah. but it was it was just so odd um, and that's another thing I, i'll probably never see anything like that again none of us not me and not my cousin right but yeah it's I don't know what it was doing. I don't know what it was. I was kind of hoping like when I first seen that, I was like, oh, it's probably like a, because of Canon, again, Canon Air Force Base. I was like, maybe they're testing something for NASA, you know, but I don't know. I, I, I really have no idea. Like, it's just messed with my mind, like yeah. trying to figure out what it is. And that would mess with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, you're not supposed to see stuff like that. <laughs> no and, and and when you do you ask yourself it's like why the hell why am i seeing something and most people don't right. because the one thing that i th I do remember when seeing some things like that is like i get this slight sense of paranoia like it, it just like in an instant and then it goes away because it's like what did i see does anybody know that i saw <laughs> Are they gonna come after me? What did you see? Because now you see all these men in black and all these people are didn't see anything, you know. And I was like, oh my god, it's like. But when I, I even when I was a kid and and and, and seeing things like I I remember getting that sense of like there was a I didn't I didn't know what paranoia was then as a child, but now that I'm older, I can actually say yeah, that was paranoia. What I was feeling like that sense of like. Maybe I saw this and I shouldn't, and 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 right. someone needs to know. Like they're gonna ask you what, and you shouldn't have seen this. And I was like, how the hell would they know? If I, I, I mean, it's it's really confusing because <laughs> it, it, there's things out there in this world that I mean, there's more to it than what we think there is. A, a lot yeah. more, and. I don't know why there's people that see more and feel more and there's others that just go about it like all oh, blase and I really envy those people. <laughs> <laughs> I really envy people that can just go through life like oh that's just less life you know and I'm like no it's not there's more to it <laughs> but, I, but I don't know if I can convince you. <laughs> and, and yeah it's, it's it, I get envy of them sometimes because I mean, I, I'm seeing these things, and sometimes it's it sounds really weird to say, but it's like you know, like you, like you get a sense of like, hey, look over here, we're gonna show you something, and 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 I would, you know, it's like I'll be out in the backyard and I'll be like. I'd be like feeling down or depressed or or going through something, you know, and. I say a little prayer, I'll be like, God, you know, I don't understand, you know, please help me get through this or blah, blah, blah. Then I'll be like, some, I would hear like something say, like, look up or something. And I'd be like, turn around. And this is the weirdest thing is that I seen this many times is that like a, a flash of light, like it, they pointed at you. And I don't know if they do, but it, it makes you feel like there's this, this night sky and there's like a shine of light that comes out like just like comes on and it'll go out that fast and it's happened to me so many times i'm like oh what is that that's just cool and then i was like 
if you if this is who I think it is, would you do it again? And they'll do it too, too, like just to show you. Wow. And it had and it's just so weird. Like it's like it, it's hard to I mean, I I I I don't know why. I I don't know if I'm sure people got to feel that. I cannot be the only person that'll say, yeah, I feel like sometimes they're gonna do this or they're gonna do that. Yeah, and 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 it's not i've never seen an uh, i'm not gonna say i've seen an et ever right but i have seen so many different craft you know like yeah. and like i said and then when they and i don't know if it's them it could be a satellite for all i know and it's just like coincidence that i happen to look up and they're and they're flashing a light right on you like they're just beaming a light and it's because it, that's what i try to think it's like no i don't think so no, I think you're, it might not feel like it all the time, but I think you're, you got a gift, man. Uh, I feel like whatever happened when you were one and a half, two years old. You know what? I, I always just tell people, I say, I think like I, I say, I don't want to say that God favors people because I think all his creations are his, he goes, but I think he kind of like, says okay don't touch this one because yep. he's a very special person <laughs> yeah. yeah there's don't, you got a great work you got a great right. work going on because that's what i feel because let me tell you what happened to me um in 2019 that's it for this week guys thanks for listening if you want more content if you want to submit your own story to be on the show if you want to listen to past episodes or if you want to donate to the show, you can do all of that through thebumppodcast.com. So just go there, uh, explore the website, check it all out. If you want to sign up to be a member, it's super cheap. It's just $1.75 a week. You can cancel it anytime. Get in on uh, all the, the new, latest, and greatest stuff we have going on. All right, so again, thanks for listening. I love you. God bless.
in your life that you're you're ready to give your heart over to the Lord then I have a little a little message that I found that if you repeat it and you believe it in your heart this could help lead you closer to God to, to let Jesus Christ save you and it goes like this Heavenly Father I come to you from the depths of my heart realizing that I have sinned I repent of my sins and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It is in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. Amen. Set me free, my 
Well 